What does it feel like for you when you know that someone doesn't like you? Does it create anxiety? Does it stress you out? Do you find yourself racking your brain trying to make sense of where this went so wrong or how you're being so misunderstood, trying to figure out how they've come to see you in such a negative light? If this feels familiar to you, you are not alone. And today I'm going to be sharing with you a really significant shift that I want you to consider trying out in your own life. If you're having to interact with somebody that you know just doesn't really like you very much. (laughs) So you are listening to the Bold as Love podcast and I'm your host, April Star Boyd. And this is a place where we talk about how we're showing up in our lives, in our relationships, in our conversations, and trying to get better and better along the way at being in integrity with our own self, our own needs, our own truth, our own well-being, while also releasing old patterns of over-functioning and taking too much responsibility for the other adults in your life. So you can get out of old patterns of people-pleasing and putting other people's opinions as way more valuable than your own. So thank you for being here with me today. So this is a topic that actually comes up fairly often in my work when I'm talking to clients because it's upsetting, right? This is actually a really stressful and upsetting position that many people encounter or that how many people feel when they know that somebody in their life just doesn't like them or approve of them very much. And the first thing I want to say is that I don't think it weighs on us so much because we're not confident enough or, you know, because we're doing things wrong, right? I think one, we need to acknowledge that our brains are literally programmed to be social creatures. So we are inevitably tracking and paying attention to how the people around us are perceiving us. But here's the thing. If you've had a pattern of falling into people-pleasing, getting into codependent relationships, caring way too much about what other people think about you, this experience of having somebody really dislike you can be so anxiety-provoking and stressful. And here's why. So on top of just that neurological phenomenon of our brains reacting and creating a bit of a danger response in our nervous system when we know that somebody doesn't like us, because back in the day, our safety, our well-being, our access to food and shelter was dependent on whether we were accepted as part of the group. And we still carry that wiring with us today, which is part of why it, it bothers us so much when we know that somebody doesn't like us. Because on some level, it's literally being coded as threat. But the other reason why I often see with my clients why this becomes so stressful and upsetting to them is because of the story that they're telling themselves 
about what it means that this person doesn't like them. What I often discover as we unpack this question a little bit, what are you telling yourself about what it means about you that this person doesn't like you? What I often uncover is this perhaps secret or subconscious old belief that if somebody doesn't like me, it means I've done something wrong. Let me say that again because it's a big one. We are often carrying the hidden belief that if somebody doesn't like us, it means that we have done something wrong. So no wonder we lose sleep over it. No wonder we try so hard overthinking it, replaying everything, going through all the details of the past interactions and conversations, trying to make sense of what went wrong. Because some part of us is saying, "Mm, the reason why they don't like you is because you actually screwed up here. You made a mistake. You didn't make enough effort. You didn't try hard enough. You weren't nice enough. You weren't a good enough person somehow to this person. And notice how icky that feels even as I say that. Notice the contraction that shows up in your body even as I say these words. The story that we are often telling ourselves that if somebody doesn't like us, it means that we have done something wrong. Notice if that feels true for you. And it's so uncomfortable, isn't it? So if we grew up or somehow, you know, along the course of our lifetime, developed or were rewarded for patterns of people pleasing, right? Essentially holding kind of the measuring stick for how am I doing, right? Am I okay? Am I not okay? We often externalize that onto the people around us without realizing it. So we're always scanning, we're always looking around, we're always kind of mining that data of, am I living up to this person's expectations of me or not? Is this person enjoying my company or not? Does it feel like they approve of me? So exhausting, isn't it? (laughs) So exhausting. So what I want you to consider instead What if you checked in first for your own self and asked this question, what am I telling myself that it means about me if this person doesn't like me? See if you can dig into that a little bit. And your first response is probably going to be like, nope, I know it's all about them. Here's the 97 reasons why this is their fault and why they're just impossible to make happy and why they're just such a difficult person. That's fine. Get that all out of your system if that needs to get written out. But then you need to go deeper because the things that rattle us are hitting our own buttons. Otherwise, we'd just say, ooh, is that person ever a handful, (laughs) right? Or wow, is she ever crabby and grouchy, right? We would not lose sleep over it. We would not obsess over it. We wouldn't care quite so much when we know that somebody's sending us negativity. So 
Instead of telling yourself this story that somehow if I'm not being liked, it means I've screwed up, it means I've done wrong, right? Notice that this is just an old pattern, potentially an old coping strategy or survival tactic where we, you became very focused on making sure that the people around you were satisfied and saw you in a positive light. Notice that that potentially is just a very old and outdated strategy, a strategy that got you belonging, a strategy that got you awards or applause, a strategy that got you love, care, attention, whatever that is. And instead, here's what I think it actually means when somebody doesn't like you. I think it is freedom. (laughs) And let me explain what I mean by that. Do I like it when I know that somebody doesn't like me? No, right? Like, obviously I would prefer that every person I come into contact with thinks I am lovely and a wonderful human being. That doesn't always happen because sometimes I have to say no to people. Sometimes I have to disappoint people. Sometimes I have to not live up to somebody else's expectations of me in order so that I can live up to my expectations of me. Notice that this is the shift. So we can spend our life hustling for approval, trying to win the most popular student award of every room we're in, right? Or we can start to grow up a little bit, step into our adult versions of us and say, I would rather be disliked for who I truly am than adored for how well I can kiss butt or bend myself into a pretzel to accommodate everybody's needs and exhaust myself and burn myself out and become resentful and bitter in the process. So potentially, when somebody doesn't like you, maybe we see this as freedom. I release myself from this goal of trying to click with you if we just don't click. Trying to live up to the expectations that you've maybe put upon me without my consent by not bothering to try to meet that. And notice that this becomes so stress-reducing. Let's say you have a family member coming to visit you and you were dreading it, dreading it, dreading it because you know this is not an easy relationship. You know this person's going to push your buttons and you know that there's a lot of negative energy coming in the room with them because they also don't have a very nice view of you. They just don't like you. You just don't click. Instead of falling into old patterns to say, I have to somehow win them over. I have to somehow get them to see I really am a nice person. I really am worthy of their affection or respect. It's a losing game. Look at what that creates. Think of how we're operating, how we're behaving, how we're talking, how we're moving through that visit with somebody 
when we're operating from this possibly subconscious place of, ooh, if they don't like me, it means I did something wrong, so I have to win them over. Or I have to prove my goodness. Exhausting. Exhausting. And what if instead you just release them to say, they're allowed to feel about me however they want to, and maybe we just don't click, maybe we just have really different personalities, different values, different needs, whatever those are, and it's actually okay and often inevitable that that's not actually going to line up with everybody. So I can chase the goal of trying to win them over and prove my goodness, or I can set myself free and say, I'll let them. I will let them not like me. And maybe that's just because we're so fundamentally different that they don't get me or they don't respect what I'm about, which is totally fine (laughs) because I've actually worked really hard to be the person I am right? I've actually put a lot of time and energy into my own personal development work. And so the values that I live by are not an accident. So if somebody dislikes me because of essentially how I move through the world, when I'm in integrity with here's who I am and here's what I believe in, mm, them not liking me is just clearing the way. It is just freeing me up to possibly get back more of my time. What if we released ourselves from hustling to be the great daughter-in-law, the friend to everybody, the superhero coworker, and instead just said, I am who I am. You can take it or leave it. And we don't have to turn this into a big thing. This doesn't have to mean anything if you don't like me. Now all of a sudden I'm free. I'm free to decide if I want to take on this work project really or not. I'm free to decide if I'm going to be the hostess with the mostest in order to try to prove that I'm a good wife and I'm a good person, you know, when my in-law who doesn't like me comes over to visit. Or I can just chill out and I can start to ask myself, what do I need? to feel okay in this situation? What do I need to do to protect my time, energy, peace? And for me, that's often saying, we're just two adults. You're fine, I'm fine, and it's okay if we don't click. Permission to be different. Permission to not be everybody's favorite. Notice what this would shift for you if you were to move away from the subconscious goal of wanting to be liked by everybody and instead put your focus on, what if I was just free to be even more of who I truly am, to be my most fully expressed, kind, loving, generous self? without the goal of people-pleasing and an agenda. I'm going to be nice because I'm just nice. (laughs) I'm going to be kind because I'm just kind. And you can take it or leave it, right? You can enjoy it or not. 
You can like me or not. So I would love to know what stood out for you and how this episode landed for you. I also have two spots right now for two new uh, coaching clients. So if you would love to get my support and to talk through something that's been weighing on you, maybe that's a relationship that's really been draining you of your energy and time. Maybe that's a situation that you find yourself just kind of ending up in over and over again. Maybe there's just some things that you were very tired of, tired of dealing with, tired of putting up with, and are ready to let go of. If that feels familiar, then send me a message. I'm on Instagram at withloveapril, and my contact information is in the show notes. All right. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.